All right. Hey, we are here on a rainy evening, and um, usually we're in my backyard, but tonight we are in a different place. We're actually Kevin's <laughs> home, and if I could paint this picture, we're in his bedroom, and he's laying down on his bed with a neck brace. You cannot keep this man down. <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, you know, you can come over for the podcast. I'm like, Kevin, let's... Let's, you know, let's see how you're doing and then, you know, let's let's go on. But I think that's what we want to talk about in this first podcast is um, I've been getting a lot of people asking me how you're doing. Uh, I'm sure that's like a part-time job now, just getting back to people. And so, Kevin, for those of you that don't know, and we're going to title this podcast Kevin's Injury and Update, Kevin had an accident where he had to be airlifted from um, uh, a, a remote trail, I guess. Yep. And then put onto a ambulance and rushed to the hospital. So... Kevin, I just want to kind of go through that with you because I know there's been people with updates asking for updates. I'm like, hey, just I'm going to talk to Kevin on Thursday, um, listen to the podcast on Friday, you'll get an update. But can you kind of back us up? You had obviously gone out with some friends or some students from school. Yeah, some students from school had they been wanting to go mountain biking with me for a long time, and I was I thought it'd be just a great opportunity to hang out with some of the students. So I went mountain biking with them in the foothills, uh, just a little bit south of where we live. And we were mountain biking, uh, and then we were going down these switchback trails, mm-hmm. and then we hit, we came to a jump, which went mm. over a small creek. Oh, and wow. I need to be absolutely clear. These guys, these students were, they never peer pressured me into anything. Sure. They're like, one of them even said, oh, if you don't want to take the jump, here's an alternate route. You, you'd have to walk it. Mm-hmm. But that's how you do it. And I, I remember thinking, like, okay, that's good to know. I'll take the jump. I'll but they're not even this. your peers, so they can't even peer pressure you. Well, I mean, true. <laughs> true. I just want so to... Double, remove... double reminder. They didn't peer pressure you because they can't peer pressure you. Yeah. I mean, okay, true. But I just I want to remove any yeah. doubt that the students were somehow responsible yeah, for what sure. happened. Yep. So I thought I could take the jump. So I took the jump. I must have put my weight in the wrong area because I flew off the handlebars. Which way? Front, right, left? Front. So oh. front. So flew off. I landed on my head and shoulders. Um, I remember yeah. the whole thing, by the way. My eyes were closed for that part, though. Yeah, and then so Kevin, back up. You 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 hit this jump. You obviously have your helmet on. You're yep. responsible. I right? do have my helmet. On. In fact, yeah. that's what saved my life. Absolutely. I, I've had the same thing. I flipped over my handlebars, cracked my helmet. Yeah. I'm a huge proponent of bicycle helmets. Like wear your helmet, right? So Absolutely. You have your helmet on. You you jump on this lift, right? You're going. You've obviously got some speed. You you take off. You obviously shifted your. Like, when did you know it was going wrong? You're, you're in the air? I think I knew it was going to go wrong when my bike hit the ground and it didn't feel stable. Oh, and, and probably okay. then a split second later flew off. Okay. So you actually made the jump. You hit the ground. You weren't like midair now flying. No, it was you not that. Ground. It was probably based on what I can imagine. Of course, the... Eyewitnesses would be able to better tell you. I yeah. think my front tire went down, oh, okay. and then I probably it flipped over and I flew off. That's probably what I'd have to imagine happening. Okay. So then, head first. Yep, landed on my head and sh- uh, right shoulder. Right shoulder. Okay, and you obviously excruciating pain immediately. Numbness. Like what happened? Pretty firm pain immediately. Mm. Um, if you guys know deep muscle pain, it's more that deep ache yeah not like sharp like sharp pain it's more the deep aching pain it's more the instead of the screaming and agony it's more the oh kind of pain when you know you're you're a little bit of trouble it's like you can't just get up and walk it off like right so i was 
I was laid down at first. I'm like, oh, gosh. And so I was like, okay, maybe I should try standing up. Mm. So the kids came to help lift me up. And then it's like, oh, ow, ow, ow. nope, nope, lie down, lie down. Mm. So the kids did, a, the students did a very good job, helped calm me down, mm. uh, just encouraged me to, you know, breathe slowly. So did that for about 10 minutes and then... Okay, let's try sitting up again. It's like, oh, nope, can't do that. Ooh, so Where's the pain at this point? Uh, if you can picture your body like a cross, it's the point where the, kind of where the cross beams would connect. So where your shoulders and spine connect. Okay. So that's where the pain was at. Mm. Um, and kind of that to the right a little bit more, mm. my right shoulder. Okay. So... Um, at that point, I'm like, we should probably call 911 because yeah. they will at least have a good idea of what to do. Yeah. So, um, the again, kudos to the kids. They did such a good job. They, I was like, have any of you called 911 before? And they're like, no, we haven't. I'm like, okay, it's actually really easy. They're very professional. You'll be fine. So mm-hmm. they call 911. Uh, the dispatcher asked them some basic questions. They put the phone up to me to answer some of the other questions. One of the kids runs down the trail when he knows they're sending EMTs to location. He runs oh, down wow. the trail so that he can flag the EMTs near the road to come up the right direction. Mm-hmm. Another one goes up the hill a little bit to stop any other mountain bikers that could be in the area. Mm-hmm. And then another two just sat with me and waited for the EMTs to come. One of them, per my request, read John 14 and 15 as mm-hmm. I was lying there. Mm-hmm. Um Another one did express some guilt over what happened, and we're just able to, like, here are some of the reasons why it's not your fault. Just talk them down. It's not your fault. Yeah, you made the decision, and they didn't force you to do it, right? Oh, I totally decided to make that jump, so it's totally my fault. Yeah. So, yeah, so then uh, the EMT showed up. Um, They asked me the basic questions, like, can you, do you remember what happened? Yeah. What's your name? What date is it? So, I... I joked like, oh, yeah, it's February 24th. And I also know the year. It's 2024. I'm not Kyle Reese wondering what year it is or something. So you were completely lucid. It wasn't like I have a brain injury. I mean, did you have a concussion? No, no concussion. I was completely lucid. Apparently, uh, apparently, according to the EMTs, I made several of them chuckle with my slightly dark humor (laughs) at my own expense. (laughs) So... So they're asking you about your neck, too, because you land on your head. And yep. you're in a neck brace, a substantial neck brace. The, they put one on pretty soon after and got me onto something solid. Okay. But they're also checking, can I move my fingers and toes? Mm-hmm. And so they're, like, feeling that, making sure I can move them. And yeah. they're also trying to figure out where is the pain yeah. mostly located at. Yeah. So I think a confusion – I know there was a confusion soon after the injury happened where – uh, it was reported that I had movement in my extremities, yeah. and someone misunderstood that to mean I could only move my toes and fingers. Yeah, but okay. thankfully, this is where some anatomy is helpful to know. Logically, if you can move your fingers and toes, you can move the rest of your body. Sure, sure. Because if you couldn't move the rest of your body, you couldn't move your fingers and yeah. toes either. Yeah. So because I can move that and because I remember everything, they're able to rule out it's not a concussion and it's probably not paralysis. Yeah, that's awesome. But because the injury was in my neck, they're like, we can't mess with this. So we're not going to try lifting you down the hill. 
we're going to get you ready to be air vacked. One of them said, "Guess what? You get to take, you get to go for a ride." Wow! So, First time. Okay, so they're they're put you on like a stiff board, all packed in, right? Yep. They put me in a bag essentially that covers everything except my my face. That oh, way, wow. I don't get you know wind chill. Yeah. And yeah, so they hook me up. Uh, so I was not placed into a helicopter. The helicopter had a winch that oh. came down and lifted me up, and oh. I was. They carry me up to the helicopter where the pilot's assistant or whatever straps me to the side of the helicopter, and then we fly out. So I wasn't put in the helicopter. I was Holy on the cow. side of the helicopter the whole time. But you time. couldn't see anything because you're like... No, I was staring up the whole time, so... But you're like almost like Mission Impossible, right? Like you're hanging from a helicopter. Yep. Wow. I didn't know that. I thought they put you in or something. Nope. Okay. I was outside the whole time, but since I couldn't move my head, all I saw was the rotors the whole time. What are you thinking at this point? You get put up into this helicopter, you know, it was, I mean, it's it's a tough event that just happened. I think my, that's a good question. I think at the moment, I, I think I just, the Lord gave me an immense sense of peace hmm. because I was thinking like, okay, I trust the EMTs. I trust the I trust the pilot. Mm-hmm. I trust the medical officials because mm-hmm. they're clearly professionals yeah. who've done this a lot. I think my biggest concern was frankly for the students. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh gosh, I bet they're horribly afraid right mm-hmm. now. I hope they don't feel guilty about what happened yeah. either. I think that was my biggest fear mm-hmm. was for them. Okay. Yeah. And I was just like, I'll I'll be fine. Yeah. So, so you knew you it wasn't like life threatening at that point. I think I gathered it was not life threatening. Yeah. Um, I probably naively thought it was going to be just a major sprain. Okay. So anyway, the helicopter landed at a landing zone where they then put me into an ambulance, which took me to a, a hospital in downtown Walnut Creek. Yeah. Okay. Not show not up. John Mirror. So they show you show up. The team is there to welcome you. They bring you in. Yep. Right on a stretcher. Right on a stretcher. They put me in the in the treatment center pretty soon after they take me in for a CT scan. Okay. Um, yeah, the nurses and doctors were all super friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, one of the nurses was really funny. Gosh, I mean, you, you know this because we know plenty of nurses and doctors. Man, they're funny people. They kind of have, they say, either you cry or you laugh at times, right? So, yeah. yeah. One of the nurses, she was like pushing some people around the CT room and she's like, oh, careful, woman driver here. And I laugh (laughs) and I laugh and she's like, trust me, honey, I'm older. I don't mind those kind of jokes. (laughs) There's one point where your laugh is, you know, recognized by the medical staff. When was that? Uh, Apparently pretty early on I was laughing. And this is also when I got my first visitors, which was our senior pastor and one of the elders came and visited me pretty early on when they heard it had happened. That's so cool. I, I, I couldn't even visit my mom the other day. In the hospital. They wouldn't let any really? So I don't know what you got special treatment or something. I see that's interesting because yeah. I had five visitors. What? So wow. did, what was your mom in for if you don't well, mind? I can't me? tell. That's her business. Okay, right? I so, understand. Yeah. I don't know if that had anything to do with like contagion or anything. No, like not that. at all. No. That's yeah. strange. Yeah. I guess so it were they, even, on the hospital? they even ushered no, same hospital as you. Really? They even ushered everybody out of the ER room. No waiting in the ER room. Couldn't even be in the ER. We had to go to the cafeteria. Really? Yeah, I think my mom is all better, so it's all good. But I was like, that's ridiculous. You can't even sit. So I was like, because uh, Anna, my wife's like, let's go visit Kevin. I'm like, we can't. 
I was just down there. Oh. So, if anyways. you had visited, you probably would have been welcomed yeah. in. Well, I'm, I'm glad you had some visitors. That's fantastic. Yeah, so, but as I was laughing with our senior pastor and one of the elders, I think one of the nurses like, your voice is so boisterous and friendly, I need to close the door. Oh, <laughs> that's a nice way of, uh, you're too loud. Yeah, you're too loud. <laughs> um, but what was really nice in God's providence is I think that's when we first discovered, oh, this probably isn't going to be as easy as we thought, because... I thought, oh, probably serious sprain, probably mm-hmm. just need to recover. Even the the medical officials at first were like, yeah, you're probably going to be out within two hours. Mm-hmm. So I, I called my dad, and an email had been sent out by the school mm-hmm. because one of the kids who we were with, his mom is in administration. Okay. So a email had been sent out pretty quickly. So word was traveling quickly yeah. about something that happened. Um, I'd even called my dad and said, Dad, uh, don't panic. I'm in the hospital, but I'll probably be out in two hours. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, do you think I should come out? I'm like, uh, at this moment, I don't think so. But yeah, so when... And you told me that. Hey, we have about two hours of a CT scan, but I'll be about two hours. That, like, that's oh, okay. what I've been told. Yeah. But as I was with the senior pastor and the elder, we were probably getting to the time of them heading out. But right as they head out, one of the nurses came and said, hey, we got the scans. I need to explain something. And you could definitely tell, like, oh, okay. So I was I was kind of like, oh, I'm really thankful you two are here at this moment then. So essentially, one of our elders, who's a medical official, he looked at the scans and explained for me, yeah, you have a fracture in C6 and C7. So, wow. Yeah, so spinal fracture. So yeah. technically, I did break my neck. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I then... How do you not have more severe consequences at this point? Why? How do I not have more severe Yeah, like that's a pretty big deal, right? I guess for lack of a better word, it's what one of the doctors said. It broke in the best places. Wow. Okay. So again, thank you, Lord. Yeah. And yeah, the doctor straight up said, if you had not been wearing your helmet, you would be dead. Yeah. Wow. So it was the best break possible. Wow. So you broke two parts of your spine. That's correct. Neck. Wow. But not in such a way where it damaged the nerve. Yeah, my goodness. Okay. So then you get this news. What's next? Um, the senior pastor and elder, they pray for me. They head out. Then my boss comes in not too long mm-hmm. after. So he's super supportive and super kind. And he prays for me. We kind of work out preliminary details of, I'm probably not going to be able to make it into work for at least a week. Um, And he's like, I got your back. My boss was super nice to actually drive out and pick up my car and drive it home. Oh, wow. So kind of him. Then he headed out. And then the man who led me to Christ, who's a very close Mm. friend, he came in and visited me. And Mm. he helped arrange some of the, the, okay, Kevin, I can be your contact person. I can help arrange the meal train. Yeah. So he he also responded to some texts coming in like, uh, he, he was just kind of looking through, this person said this, thank you, brother, love you, send. And then he just uh, like rifled through a bunch of I bet of you them. sent me one because so, you misspelled my name. That was probably him who did that. <laughs> that was probably him who did that. Now I know. I'm like, he does not spell my name? <laughs> I think. I he hit think, his head that hard? <laughs> I think I asked him to send a slightly more detailed response to you. So That's great. Well, that's, what a blessing to have that, right? It was such a blessing. Yeah. And then, yeah, I got the MRI scan, which, dang, that machine is 
pretty small. So. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah. You've yeah, been inside yeah. one? Oh, yeah, I have. Yep. It sounds like a Pac-Man arcade uh, game, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, so... And they were looking at your spine, or what were they looking at? Yeah, they were looking at my spine just to confirm what it was, because this okay. is also determined if I need surgery or not. Sure. Wow. So then, after he left, my dad came, and so my dad stuck with me the rest of the mm. time, and then ultimately drove me home. Wow. So yeah, it was first things first when we got home. I'm still a little dirty from the mountain bike ride. Oh, so gosh. so dad helped me shower, uh, which was a little bit of a painful experience. Yeah. The, the neck brace you have on currently, is that the neck brace they put you in? No, it's a new one. Okay. It's a new neck brace. Okay. So, and it's actually a little bit more high tech. Yeah, you so, see you're like adjusting it. And... Yeah, you can adjust it, which is pretty wow, nice. Okay. So yeah, then dad uh, helped me wake up in the morning, helped me... Again, most of it at this point was just logistical stuff, like talk to the right people, yeah. get the meal train set up, make sure work understands what's going to be happening this week, getting things ready for substitute teachers. Uh, my best friend and his wife and their three kids came by with some lunch from Chipotle, which was so mm. sweet. But yeah, it was mostly just resting. Um, communication has been both a blessing and a challenge because there's been just a flood mm. of people texting, emailing, and calling, which is so sweet. Yeah. It's really sweet to see all the people just reaching out and showing kindness. Yeah. But at times it can be a little challenging. Like yeah. someone called me right when I was lying down. It's like, mm. oh, darn it. <laughs> so well, now you can tell them. You know, so I told one of the brothers who loves you and wanted to know how you're doing. I said, I listen to the podcast, you know, yeah. and so this will be a good update. Hey, you can just say, hey, I listen to the podcast. I give a full update what happened and everything, you know. <laughs> well, let me tell you, and this is just me, but every person can be different. I don't mind messages or emails yeah. where people are saying, love you, praying for you, and maybe they share a quick personal note. I don't mind that. That's awesome. But what becomes challenging is when people are asking stuff like, how are you doing? Sure. Or what can I do for you? It's like, uh, that's a little too much for me to think about Got right it. now. Yeah. So in a lot of cases, it was just like, talk to this person. <laughs> yeah. Love yeah. you. Talk to this person. Yeah. Yeah. No, Th- this great. person can help you. So. Oh, that's so great. That's so great. Well, I am just very thankful that you're okay. I mean, you're laying on your bed because you want to reduce the pain. You have a neck brace on and you have a broken neck. But <laughs> in spite of all that, you're, it's not, you know, Paralysis or death, nope, or, nope, or uh, could have been way worse. Honestly. Could have been way worse. Yeah, yeah. And then yesterday went into the spinal doctor for a follow up. So mm. confirmed, it will be a natural recovery. Wow. I have to wear this for three months. Three which, months. Three months. Wow. Again, could be worse. Yeah, absolutely. And I, the one major downside is I can't drive for three months. Yeah. Because wow. neck brace, you can't move your head, which is therefore illegal if you're driving. So. Yeah. I, they've, the work and church have already arranged a driving system for me to get to my job. That's incredible. Yeah, they set it up today and it's already filled out for the whole month of March. Wow. I'm so thankful for all That's the people really who nice. volunteered to help with that. So generous yeah. to both drive me there and pick me up. Yeah. So, so generous. Wow, that's really generous. Yeah, and then... And I saw the food downstairs. Oh, the food has been just wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> got Indian food today and cookies, I saw. Oh, yes. Thank you to faithful <laughs> listeners, Micah and Lauren, for the extremely delicious cookies. Um, and again, thank you to all the other people yeah. as well. You know, Lee, Donna, Suzanne, Rachel... 
Um, oh, who else am I missing? Oh, you start naming people. I'm sorry. I'm being I'm being vague. So they yes, good. It's not specific. Yeah, Joe yeah. Kim, uh, my dad, of course, brought pizza one night. Mm. Oh, I'm missing someone, or am I? No. Uh, Tuesday. Oh, what was two? Let's see. I had a spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, it was my roommates. My mm. roommate Matt. He made some very delicious food one night. Wow. And then oh, my one well, of my best friends also named Matt, brought me some fried chicken. So mm. that was just sweet. And I think tomorrow I have beef stroganoff coming in. Wow. So yeah. I'm looking, it's been really sweet. My wife told me we're bringing food to you on Saturday. And I'm looking forward to that. And I said, why? Why are we doing that? And she said, because we love Kevin. And I said, well, speak for yourself. <laughs> You're just saying that because I can't fight back. <laughs> yes, I am. This is my one chance I can run faster than you. <laughs> Well, I do have a no. gun in there. Right? I know. Well, I got to be careful that, now. I got to so. be careful. No, no, no. I, but yeah. Of I course, would, we're happy to do that. I would say some of the big things I'm taking away from this are I really am so thankful for the fact that even through all this, I've not been playing over and over in my head. Like, if only this had mm-hmm. happened. If only this had happened. If only I had done this. That's not been something replaying in my head. There's kind of just a... I wouldn't say resignation, but I'd say there's just an element of, okay, Mm. the Lord ordained this. And if I am going to experience this pain to sanctify me away from sin and also to become more compassionate and caring for people who do have Mm. chronic pain, because let's be honest, Eric, we know plenty of people in the church where what I'm experiencing is minor compared to what they experience daily. I I just talked with one last night. Yeah. So I hope this makes me more sensitive and caring towards mm. those in chronic pain. I mm. want to be more like my savior in that way. Mm. So, and you know what? If this is an opportunity to just trust the Lord by receiving kindness from people and just learning to better say no to things I love, mm. I'm good with that. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Yeah. Any, so anything those- else you want to say? I do want to pray for you. I know we all... I mean, that's the biggest thing. And I know that's such a Christianese thing to do, right? Like, oh, we got to pray. Make sure we pray. Make sure you bring food, too, you know? Um, <laughs> Good food. <laughs> yeah, obviously. The tangible needs of the, the body, right? But uh, I do definitely want to pray for you. But anything else you want to say to anybody listening? Seriously, thank you so much to everyone, both from work, from church, friends and family. Thank you all so much mm-hmm. for the kind wishes the prayers, um, I I really have been blown away by that. It is a gift. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I mean how, I mean how else to say it other than what an incredible life that God has given me. Mm-hmm. I'm not because I'm prosperous or successful, but because there's so many people that love me and Christ loved me even when I was dead in my sins. What an incredible life God has given me. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, we pray us out, and then we have another episode to record. Absolutely. Hopefully Go ahead keep and pray. Your, keep your mind off uh, all this. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Go ahead, Eric. Father, we um, we just uh, we know it's far better for Kevin to be with you than with us, Father. We know that that is the goal of every believer is to be at home with you. That would be the greatest moment of our life when we go to death and we wake up um, in your presence, Father, for eternity, Lord. We know that 
it's gain um, that Kevin would join you, Lord. But you saw it in your kind sovereignty to us that um, we still need Kevin here. And uh, you thought it would be better for him to be with us, Father. And so we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you that you did preserve his life. We thank you, Lord God, that we have these modern inventions of helmets and airlifts. And he had the students with him that cared for him well, um, that loved him well in that moment. Uh, the EMTs, Lord, the doctors. Um, Lord, we're just so grateful for the way you cared for Kevin physically. Lord, we also thank you for all the kind messages and visitors and food and all the things you have done to care for Kevin spiritually and, and physically and emotionally, Lord, in this thing. So we thank you for the kindness of your people, um, whether they are at our church or at school or friends and family, Lord, that just love Kevin and want to care for him, Lord. Lord, we do pray that um, Kevin would grow more like Jesus in his suffering. We know he's not suffering because of... Uh, his faith, Lord God, but he's suffering because he's in this world and our bodies are not perfect yet. And so, Lord, I pray you continue to grow empathy in him towards people that are physically suffering, chronically suffering. They don't have a three-month gauge where they can say in three months I should be okay and I could take this brace off, Lord God, but it's daily for years and years. So in this small moment, Lord God, I pray you grow Kevin's heart even bigger than it is for those who are suffering, Lord, that he would outreach to them, that he would not forget these moments. Lord, thank you again for this evening. We just glorify you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, dear brother. All right, brother.